This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 3rd of November. Justin, although the tech wreck is hitting tech company valuations, mm-hmm. local VC fund Blackbird Ventures just raised a new $1 billion Ooh-hoo. fund. And this is the biggest VC fund ever in Australia. Massive. Get this. From March next year, betting agencies will have to put new tags at the end of their ads. Ooh. Out with the gamble responsibly and in with the chances you're about to lose. Oh, big change there, Jazzy Boy. Three revelations. Revolutionary stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Amazon Prime's millions of Prime members are getting access to a full music and podcast library, which will compete against Spotify and Apple Music. And the best part, it won't even cost a cent. Tell me more. <laughs> okay, it's fair to say that Amazon has its fingers in a fair yeah. few pies, Justin. There's its e-commerce marketplace. It's warehouses that fulfill the orders of online retailers. It's got Amazon Web Services, or AWS as it's known, which is a cloud business. And of course, it's Amazon Prime subscription that gets you free delivery. As well as Amazon Prime Video, its streaming service. But now, Amazon's going one better. It's offering its Amazon Music subscription as part of its existing Prime subscription. We're talking now 100 million songs and ad-free podcasts. Which is pretty handy for the 2.8 million Aussies who pay subscription for the Prime membership. And around 200 million humans worldwide. But Brett, hold your horses because (laughs) the regulators seem to be a little concerned about how this cross-subsidy would impact rivals. Ooh, so what's the key learning here? Cross-subsidization is the strategy of making a loss on a specific product, but recouping this loss through the profitable sale of other products or services. Now, for some retailers, the goal might be selling a product cheap to get foot traffic in the store mm-hmm. and then upselling other more profitable products. In the case of Amazon, it's more about subsidizing their features to gain market dominance. And have more Amazon Prime customers. And why are they so keen to bag new Prime members? Well, Jossie Boy, it's pretty simple. The average Amazon Prime member is reported to spend around $1,400 per year, while non-member customers, they only spend $600. They've already bundled Amazon Prime Video into the Amazon Prime membership, and now Amazon Music too. So not only is this cross-subsidy a pretty effective way of hurting competition, Mm -hmm. but it also drives more sales for the Zon. For our second story, the Australian Treasury Department is looking at buy now, pay later again, with an eye to require credit checks for all customers. This could really hit Afterpay where it hurts, Jazzy Boy. What's happening here? Okay, so we know Afterpay and Zip and all the buy now, pay later companies, they took the world by storm over the COVID period. Not only did their share price skyrocket, but also the number of users on their platforms. Get this, Afterpay had 5.7 million global users at the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. And by August 2021, it had over 16 million users. But now, the Australian Treasury is considering whether credit checks should be required for all customers. And this could seriously hurt their ability to issue buy now, pay later products. And this could be enforced in the first half of the 2023 year. So what is the key learning here? With more mindshare comes more attention. While more attention from customers is good for business, more attention from regulators can often mean more business challenges. Now, Justin, many believe that Afterpay has been operating on the fringes of regulation for a little while now. And that's because Afterpay doesn't charge customers interest on their loans. So they've never really been considered a credit product or a loan. And because Afterpay is not technically a credit product, the company hasn't been required to do formal checks to determine if customers are actually capable of repaying their loan. But Brett, if tougher regulation is adopted, it could become a lot harder for buy now, pay later businesses to acquire customers. Mm -hmm. For our third and final story, Elon Musk has been Twitter's owner for just under a week and he's already making waves with sackings, with hirings and reboots. (laughs) Not actually hirings though, pretty much just sackings. (laughs) So tell me more. So we know Twitter as the social media site 
famous for giving a voice to anyone with a particularly <laughs> strong opinion. Journalists, investors, celebs, and everyday people who consider themselves thought leaders. <laughs> now, back in April this year, Jazzy Boy, Elon Musk stumped up an offer of $44 billion US dollars to acquire the whole of Twitter. And after a lot of toing, a lot of throwing, backtracking, and court cases, he became the owner last week. Now, since then, apart from walking into the Twitter office with a sink... Let that sink in. <laughs> he has fired the Twitter CEO, the CFO, and legal affairs... He's also fired the whole board of directors. And in his first week in office, he's made a couple of major changes. Short-form video platform Vine is likely to be rebooted. And get this one. Verified blue tick badges may become available to absolutely anyone. Cough up 20 bucks a month and you could also have your very own blue tick. <laughs> this puts into question the whole idea of verified users. So what is the key learning here? Verification has always been a key part of Twitter's value proposition. Back in 2009, Twitter was struggling with major impersonation issues. Mm-hmm. The blue tick was brought in to establish authenticity of identities. As well as help Twitter users discover high-quality sources of info. Get this, B-Man. There are around 400,000 verified users on Twitter out of around 230 million Twitter users. That's less than 0.2% of users, if my math <laughs> serves me correctly. Yes, it does. Brett, if anybody and everybody can buy the blue tick, does it mean everyone is a quality source of info? <laughs> or does it just mean that the blue tick becomes as worthless as Dogecoin? <laughs> and if the blue tick was to become worthless, what does that mean for Twitter's value? Jazzy Boy, speaking of credit checks, I know one very good way to check your own credit score and credit report. In the Flux app for free every single month. And Brett, at the beginning of the month, it's the best time to check. So download the Flux app and check your credit score for free. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.